and we are back for your distraction. How's everybody doing? I am Scott. I am Adam. Adam. How's it going, man? It's going great. Yeah. It's going pretty good. Did you wash your hands? I did. Okay. I always, always, always wash your hands. Always wash your hands. Before and after. Otherwise, your dick is going to burn off. You heard it here, folks. Always. So we're back to our roots, man. We are. This is our origins. Brandon is in Nebraska. He's he's not here. He's he's on a trip. No, he's actually driving right now. Oh, he's to going Nebraska. Yeah, he's driving to Nebraska. So he couldn't even call in because it's not safe to talk on the phone and drive. It's really not. You know, you're not supposed to. No. It's it's unsafe to drink and drive. It's unsafe to do anything and drive. All right. Right. We don't we don't want him to risk bodily harm. Have you ever driven cross country, Scott, in any way? We're gone any road trips, like road country. trips or anything like all that. All the time, man. All I, the time. I I don't feel like I've ever really done the all American road trip. Like, I mean, it's not really all it's cut out to be. It sucks bad. Really, you're in a little shitty car for a really long period of time, and you got to stop and buy gas. Costs money. You're always hungry. You got to eat shitty food on the road. But the end result, man. The end result. The end result. Now, see, I don't take a road trip to take a road trip. I'm taking a road trip to get to a certain destination. Of course. And, like, I go to Florida every year to go to the beach, to go to Disney. Oh, look at you. And we drive. We drive from western Pennsylvania, and it's something like, oh, geez, 18 hours. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say one word, Scott. Why? Because... There's many reasons. We have flown. We've flown on an airplane before. But plane tickets are very expensive. And then when you fly down there, we have all our luggage. You got to pay for all the luggage. We have a little little girl, so they're not always good on planes. We get there, and you got to rent a car because we need to be able to get around. Too much money. Too much money. Uber. Uber around. You can't Uber with a kid. Sure you can. Are we just going to carry around a car seat with us? I mean, don't you have a carrier or something like that? You, no, you... she's almost two. You don't have a carrier anymore. Oh, well, then seatbelts are fine then. No, she's too small for a seatbelt. Well, what, why? What? Okay, so you she's can't. Under so a she's too lane. big for the carrier, but she's too small for seatbelts. What do you mean by a carrier? Like, you know, one of those little things you carry yeah, That snaps like into that. a car yeah, seat. you know, you could you you still ra- need the you base. wrap a seatbelt around it. No, you can't. That's unsafe, and four distractions does not condone that. I mean, the, you could request a safe car, like a minivan or something like that. I've done Uber before. Have you? Have you? No, I have not. I've done I've never Uber. had the opportunity. And either. no, you're not going to get anybody... Okay, I'm requesting only an Uber driver with a car seat. Good luck waiting for that Uber. Never is going to come. So what is Uber like? What, what, what's it like? I actually really like it. Really? Yeah, it's really convenient. Now, I've never done it anywhere but a big city. I did it in Pittsburgh. And oh, okay. Got around really well. We were there for a wedding. We drove to the hotel we were staying at. The wedding venue was someplace clear across town. And we were going to drink. Like, we were going to enjoy ourselves. Drinking. So we didn't want to drive there. Obviously. Pay to park and you know, have to sober up and drive home because we, we do not endorse drinking and driving. When I, when I uh, was at your wedding, I really wanted to get really drunk, but I had to drive, so I couldn't do it. So I could only get a That's little disappointing. drunk. disappointing. I could only get Wasn't a little drunk. Was there a drunk. shuttle? I'm pretty sure there was a shuttle. I'm pretty sure I had to work the next day, so I had to get my car home. What the fuck? So, Take off work. So It's my wedding. I only get married once. Yeah, hopefully. 
The sound's not turned on. Turn the sound up, dude. Turn the sound up. Turn it up. Duh. Winning. <laughs> okay, so anyway. No, I liked Uber. I thought it was is it, is it a good like, experience. Is it like really awkward? Like getting into somebody else's car just like, hey, take me here. And they're like, okay. No, there was a pretty good sized group of us. And um, remember we had to get two Ubers the one time because yeah. there was too many of okay. us. We had been drinking already pre-gaming at the hotel. We were already feeling pretty good. So I didn't, we didn't give a damn. But yeah, no, I like Uber. I like Uber. I didn't up. get killed by an Uber driver like some people have been. Have they? I heard about that. Really? Yeah, there was like some crazy Uber driver like murdered some people. I mean, I guess that's like Craigslist. Like, I was going to say that's the kind of way you do it if you want to mass kill people. But then again, you don't really want to do that because don't they have it on record that they requested you and you went to go pick them up? So? Yeah, I guess the app's pretty pretty good. I'm, I don't know. I had a friend who... who that was a. I didn't mean to hit that button. Um, you could have just played it off like, oh, there are a bunch of idiots that, yeah. you know, yeah, or whatever. I don't know. I had a friend who did an Uber call one time, and he w- requested a vehicle with a bike rack. He was he was riding his bike. How long did he wait for that? Surprisingly, not that long. He was in what? Where was he? Freaking out west, like San Jose, I think is where he was, and he was riding his bike around and realized he got really, really far and was really, really <laughs> tired and didn't want to ride back to where he came Good from. Job. So a big town like that, a lot of hipsters. He was able to find an Uber driver with a bike rack. Now, was it a bike rack like on the top of the car? It was on the top of the car. It was like a Volkswagen Jetta. Okay, because there were bike on the top of the car. Have you ever tried to set up a bike rack like on the back of a car or anything like that? Oh, it dude, sucks. it's like it sucks. it's like came from IKEA, man. It's terrible. Yeah, like you got to hook it up mm-hmm. on the top and then you yeah tighten it up and then it doesn't actually snap into you close the trunk and it's like yeah, man, it's no good. Hey, let's do the beer of the show. Yeah, we should. Let's we do, should get let's into do that. the beer of the show. Um. We have another beer from our friends at the Stone Church Brew Pub. Adam, you and I were there drinking tonight before we, we came to do the podcast. They're killing, and, it. Um, They're killing it down there. I said, hey, let's let's just bring one of these for the show. This is the El Padre. El Padre. El, that means the papa, the father. Yes. Yes, it does. See, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. You. I you took and Spanish in high school. Bilingual tongue, you... So this is a Mexican-style lager, comparable to a Dos Equis. So I I was drinking this tonight at the brewery. You weren't. So this I is was, your first time having it. I was it. doing the uh, King Charlemagne. I believe that's what I was drinking. Yes. Was, was good beer, too. So what do you think of this? It's not bad. It's pretty average, really? in my opinion. It's pretty average. It's not bad. It's wow. not the greatest I've ever had, but it's not bad. I think it's, it's nice and crisp. It's uh, let me let me take another swig of this. It's it, it a little crisp, yeah. It's it's still it tastes like a very average beer. You know, it's not it's not too much of everything. It's it's like on I can't on the level of every with every, get on my level. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. It's like I can't figure it out. It's it you you can't really say too much about it. In my opinion, it's very average. Well, what I'm, would you I'm like to flubbing, rate it? I'm flubbing my own words. Uh, it's very average, so I'm going to give it the average rating of 2.5, which is right there wait, right there on the margin. Well, I think you're nuts, because I really like this beer. I think it's very refreshing, very hydrating. 
which I know isn't true because beer dehydrates, dehydrates you. But it fe- it quenches my thirst when I'm drinking it. I don't know. It's it's a good dinner beer. It's a it's a good beer if you're having something like to eat it. or something like that. It's it's a very good very good dinner. It's very light too. So I imagine this would be good in summer. Summer's coming up. It's get, it's been getting pretty warm out. Springtime. Yeah, summer's coming up. Springtime. I'm gonna give it a four. A four out of five. That's a pretty high rating. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a little bit Mexican. Did you know that? I did not know. I'm that. not Mexican at I was all. Say, you but don't I, look I know a guy who who knows a guy. No, who's... no, no. He's from Belize, which is kind of by Mexico. Does that make it Mexican? No, he's okay. Belizean or whatever that is. But it's from down there in Central America. Does he Which like it Mexico is like it down there? Does he like it? No, he came to the United States of America, so he must like it here better. Anyway, that's en- enough about me. <laughs> so thanks to uh, yes, thank you. Stone Church Brewery. We love you guys. The El Padre Mexican Lager. I think it's better than average, Adam. I think it's better than average. To each their own, sir. To each if, their own. If... Brandon was here and not Ubering around Lincoln, Nebraska. Maybe he would break the tie here. Do you think there can ever be an Uber that will take you from state to state? Do you think there's any there's anybody willing to you do that? You can't you can't Uber from state to state now? I mean, well like for example, like can Brandon go from Ohio to Nebraska in in, in one Uber? I doubt you the the driver would have to agree to that and it'd be fucking expensive. I mean, you can take a cab. I've heard of people who, there was a, a story I remember hearing about this old lady. She lived in New York City, like Manhattan, and she was old, and she didn't have a car, and she didn't have a license, and she was moving to Florida, like Boca Raton, Florida, I believe it was, and she lived in New York her whole life. She didn't know, She called a cab, <laughs> and the cab driver, you know, she said she'll pay you like how, like a thousand dollars, so he did. Drove over to Florida, brought her cat with her, her luggage. I mean, at that point, is 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 the cab drive to Florida for a thousand dollars? Is that worth? Is that worth it? I mean, you got to get some place. The guy to stay. made it on the news. It was like a few yeah, but story. I mean, how, how long is, does it take to drive from New York to Florida? Pretty far, I'd say. How long? A, day? Like a day? A day? Really, probably. a day? Yeah, I was, I was expecting like a day, like two days, three days. Uh, if you go I don't know, through, I'm... it's a day. Really? You probably would stop midway, get a hotel for the night. Hotels starting are not on the next cheap. Morning. They're not cheap. I don't know if they did. I mean, you can drive straight through. It's probably a twenty plus. Well, hour I know drive. you can do it. It's like I was wondering, like, could you be overly exhausted? Will it take a couple days to do it? I don't know. I I've never driven state to state like that, so that's not really a thing I know. I'm trying you to. should do I'm it. Trying to pick your brain, dude. I'm trying you should to pick do it. Mind. You should do it. It's it, it's not my favorite thing in the world. The worst is when you're driving that long trip home, and I you're imagine. coming home to go back to work and back to the old grind. And see, when you're going, when you're on the way there, you're you're at least hype. Yeah. You know you're. You're looking forward to everything you got going on in vacation. Man, I love vacations. Even if it's like a stay-at-home vacation. Yeah. You just don't have to go to work. Yeah. Man. They're, they're okay. They're they're good. I can't wait for mine. Mine comes this summer. Where this are you summer, going? Nowhere. Stay you should home. go somewhere. It's a stay-at-home. I, Why? Because I Plan just, something. I want to relax. I want to okay. chill out. You That's can relax on do. the beach, man. 
That that's money, man. That's money. It's money well spent. That's you. That's what you say. I'm sure it is money well spent. So, Scott, yes. What's going on, Adam? You have told me about something earlier today. Uh, actually, I think it was yesterday that you told me about. I haven't got a chance to really, really look too much into it. I hear... Big news. I hear Dr. Henry Jones is coming back into town. At Dr. Some point. Henry Jones Jr. Well, huge news. I'm super pumped. My mind exploded when I heard the news that Disney is doing a fifth installment in the Indiana Jones saga i'm so pumped now we heard some time ago that disney was in the works for doing an indiana jones movie that took place time-wise a little bit earlier as we all know the first movie that came out in the 80s yeah. was raiders of the lost ark classic. which is my favorite movie classic of all time. classic indie movie the second film temple of doom was done later <laughs> But chronologically takes place previous to Raiders of the Lost Ark. So Disney is planning on doing another movie that takes place with a younger Indiana Jones. I don't know if it takes place before Temple of Doom and between Temple and Raiders or after. I don't know. I don't know what it takes place. But that's what we were talking about. They were talking about possibly putting Bradley Cooper or Chris Pratt yeah. starring in the role. I think both would be good. We talked about this on a podcast before. Yeah, we, we've, so, we've mentioned So it. that's been put on the back burner now because Harrison Ford is signed on to play Dr. Henry Jones Jr. Steven Spielberg will direct and George Lucas will produce. So it's the classics then is what it is. It is going to be the fifth installment and it is going to be take a next sequel after you, kingdom of the crystal skulls do you think harrison ford is getting to be a little too old to be doing these kind of roles maybe 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 i mean oh how is he like 77 years he's, old he's up there i mean remember in the force awakens like he was having he looked like he was gonna have a hard time running around he looked like he could run around a little bit but they had to slow the action down just a little bit to get him to run around I'm going to look up Harrison Ford's age. Is Shia LaBeouf going to be in it? I haven't heard. No? Okay, so Harrison Ford is 73 years old. Don't get me wrong. Looks good for 73, I guess. But he's getting up there. So this movie comes out in 2019. So that's three years from now. So he will be 76 years old. When the movies were now, I'm sure they'll film it before that. But so we'll say a 75 year old yeah. Harrison Ford kicking ass, and, and that's With the thing. His cane. Is he gonna? I saw something funny on the internet, man. It was it was it was a meme, and it showed Doctor Jones. You know, I think it was from the Last Crusade. He's like on the tank, and he's punching a Nazi. And you see this Nazi in like full gear. And he, you see the swastika band yeah. on his arm. I saw that and it said, new Indiana Jones movie to come out in 2019. And it showed the exact same photo of Indiana Jones punching this guy in full gear. And this, instead of the swastika, it had Donald Trump's face on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he doesn't fight the Nazis. He doesn't fight the Soviets. He fights the Trump supporters <laughs> in the new film. 
Indiana Jones and the Secret of the Bad Toupee. <laughs> what <do> you... <laughs> do you think Donald Trump supports Indiana Jones? Does he think he likes him? I think... I think Donald Trump, the idea behind Indiana Jones is probably a fantastic idea. It's the kind of idea that that a Donald Trump would have. Yeah. You know, what he's not going to be politically correct. Whether he likes it or whether he doesn't like it doesn't even matter because it's going to be huge because it's it's Donald Trump and he doesn't get politically correct. He doesn't take he doesn't take the money. You know, he, he, he he's a brilliant man. He's a brilliant man. He's he's a bil- billionaire. And and that's what Do- that that's what Donald Trump says about that. You're really passionate about this. That's every Donald Trump speech. That's what Donald Trump says about everything. That's his opinion on everything. Mr. Trump, how do you feel about poor people? Well, you see, I'm 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 not going to be politically correct when I talk about poor people, and the money from these people can go to poor. Poor Donald Trump. Mr. Trump, how do you feel about animals in animal shelters? <laughs> really? How do, you, how do you feel about puppies? He's got the same. How do you feel about puppies? I mean, puppies. Depends. Are they huge puppies? Are they huge? He's going to. I'll tell you what he's going to do. They're wide eyed. They're wide eyed, teary eyed puppies. He is going to build a wall separating the cats <laughs> and the dogs <laughs> because. Everybody knows that these cats are just rapists and murderers and criminals. Everybody knows that about cats. You just see it in their eyes. So Donald Trump is going to build a wall between the dogs and the cats. And you know who's going to pay for it? The cats. Right? Is that that correct, sir? Sylvester. He's going to pay for it. Felix. He's going to pay. They're going to pay for it. Heathcliff. Garfield. Garf- they pay for it. How am I going to make them pay for it? They just are. Anyway, Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. I'm done talking about Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm Indy, done talking. Indy, Indy. I all right, all right. Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull was not a great movie in my opinion. No, I didn't We've like it. We talked about it many, 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 many times. Brandon likes it. Brandon does enjoy it. Fine. Get your ass in Nebraska where they like Indiana Jones apparently and the Crystal Skull. Um not really good movie to me. I really hope they do better and they do right by Indy. Shia LaBeouf, as much as we become a fan of Shia LaBeouf of this show, I don't know if I really want to see him in the movie, to be honest with you. I can't, I almost don't, can't see without him, I guess now, because he's the young blood and he's, you got to have a young guy in there, I guess now. So. Sure. I don't know. I, I will see. Do we have any idea what the plot's going to be? I don't really know too much about the plot. I don't think it's really been released, other than the fact that it's happening, and those guys are signed on. It's Disney, and we talked about this. When Disney purchased Lucasfilm, we they bought the rights to Star Wars. We saw what they did with that. They got the rights to the Indiana Jones franchise. You knew they weren't going to just let it sit and gather dust. It's Disney. They're going to make money. They're going to attempt to make money. They're probably going to succeed. It is my f- favorite movie franchise of all time. 
and I'm going to see it regardless how bad the fourth film was. I don't care. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be watching it, and I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm super excited. Stay tuned. We'll have more details when they are when they come out about this film. Speaking of Disney, did you see a lot of the new Disney movie trailers that have come out? Peach Dragon? I did see that. What do you think of that? Love the original. Hope they do it justice. Peach Dragon, if I remember correctly, that's the one with the goofy cartoon dragon in the Yes, it is. I... I was expe- big dopey dragon. I was expecting like a dopey dragon in this trailer. The kid jumps off the cliff. Spoilers if you haven't seen the trailer. Watch it. Um, it's easy. It's out there. Yeah. Uh, basically, he jumps off a cliff and this dragon flies down and apparently grabs him and or eats him. I don't I mean, know. It was which like one. really like Game of Thrones esque dragon. Yeah, this like, thing was like serious. Wow. He was like, "I'm taking you and I'm sacrificing you." Basically, is what he's what he looked like. He looked like he ate the kid. I'm sorry. He, I, I didn't see. Did, I didn't man. see Pete on his back. I think he ate him. No, he personally. Didn't eat him. Did you ever see the original? Yeah, of course. Okay. Is he? Gonna, I wonder if he's gonna be imaginary. If they're gonna see this I kid flying. So. If they're gonna see this kid flying around the air, on the back of nothing, as this dragon is just taking him around. Wasn't imaginary. It was invisible. D- imaginary, <laughs> invisible. I mean, tomato, tomato. I guess. You see, do you see the trailer for Tarzan? I haven't. There's a trailer out there for Tarzan. I don't... All right. Tarzan was never originally a Disney idea. Right? No. no okay. So I can't tell... There's no Disney logo on this trailer, but I can't tell if it is Disney's Tarzan or just plain old Tarzan. Because it seems like the trailer runs the same way as like Disney's Tarzan, where... There's the Professor and Jane, and they kind of look very similar to the Disney Professor and Jane. That's the story. I know, but I mean, they look, but what I mean is they look very similar to like the cartoon version of them from the Disney movie. And I'd I'd say so. I'm a, this might be popular, but I don't care for the Disney cartoon Tarzan. Not a big fan of it. Really? Music's good. I like the music. I want Phil Collins. I mean, it's yeah. There's there's a Tarzan trailer out there. It looks good. I'm not gonna lie to you. It looks pretty good. Um, Samuel L. Jackson's in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like everything he does. Do you? Of course. There's a lot of people that don't like Samuel L. Jackson. Well, they're not people I want to associate with. There's also the uh, BFG, the, the big friendly giant. I thought you were gonna say big fucking gun. No, no, no guns on. No guns what on this is podcast. The, what is the BFG then? Well, I don't know it's this. a children's I don't know novel. This. It's a children's novel. I believe it's Disney too. Um, I've actually never read it, but it's one of Kristen's favorites. She loves it. She, when we saw the trailer come on TV together, she got so excited about it. But um, it's a fantasy story of a of a big friendly giant who takes this girl from an orphanage. That she lives in, and I don't want to give too much away, but that's pretty much the story. It's just a story about this giant, and it's not a mean giant because it says that right there in the name of the title. No, he's not a mean giant, Adam. I mean, he's friendly to who? He's friendly. He's friendly to who? To, I mean, I'm friendly. I mean, how do you know he's not going to grind this little girl's bones up to make his bread? He's. It's not Donald Trump. It's a big friendly giant. <laughs> I feel like Donald Trump would be an actual cannibal. Actual cannibal Donald Trump? I feel like he would be. I feel like he could be 
eating people and no one would know about it. I mean, cannibalism. Mm-hmm. If they donate their body to science, the, can, no, 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 no. I'm talking about like him murdering. No, someone. I was gonna say like probably like know, a bum or a hobo, somebody who wouldn't be missed, and him just like Silence of the Lamb and it, Silence of the Lamb. I feel like the Donald person, Trump would have, wouldn't. Have, would, I feel like he wouldn't have a palate for the homeless. I feel like he'd want to have a more sophisticated brand of human to eat. What do you think you Trump's know? steaks are? I, probably homeless people I, chopped up in little bits. I think they're, uh, you know, accountants that lawyers that have disagreed with him over time. I feel like, you know, he's he's done away with them. Maybe politicians that aren't lower end politicians that have disappeared over time that you don't know what happened to them. They haven't agreed with a lot of things he said. I'm talking too much about this asshole. You brought him up. I know. I'm sorry. You You can't turn on the television I feel like you want to say something. I feel like you want to say something. No, I just don't like Donald Trump at all. I, I, I would like to say something, and, and I'm going to make it official. The microphone is yours, sir. I'm going to make it official right here on For Your Distraction. And this has been a long time in coming, but I'm making it absolutely 100% official. You heard it here first, folks. I am officially endorsing Hillary Rodham Clinton for president of the United States of America. I really like Bernie Sanders. We've talked about it before. I was really on the fence. I was back. I was with Hillary. Then I was with Bernie. And then I went back to Hillary. I'm making it official right now. I'm going to be voting for Hillary Clinton. And I'm going to be supporting her. I feel like you've been waiting to talk a little bit of politics this whole night. I feel, I feel like you were expecting a little bit of political well, talk. Not not so much on the show because we were at the Sto- we were at Stone Church Brewery earlier and what was the reason why we were there, Scott? What was the we reason? We had we had a young Democrats gathering. It wasn't really a meeting. No, it was more like a get together. Mercer County Young Democrats who our friend friend of the show, Mike Muha is the chairman and Adam and I are both members. We haven't got together in a while no. and um he was doing a, a, I guess, powwow. I guess just yeah. kind of a little, little gathering of sorts yeah. at the local watering hole, the brewery, and um, you and I went. We did, and it, I feel like when we were there, there wasn't enough political talk. Even though it was like a you know young Democrats meeting, there wasn't enough. It was it was a social gathering. It was fun. It was, there was only about eight or nine of us that yeah, showed it wasn't up. A lot, and the brewery, which is a small brewery to begin with. Was a very busy. Oh yeah, I it was mean, packed. We had to kind of like stand around the bar, and it really wasn't the best setup. Yeah, I had a nice time. I mean, we were drinking beer, bullshit, and it was nice, but we couldn't. Re- it was it was hard to carry on a conversation. Yeah, and that's for a why long I, period I feel of time. like it's it's kind of been building up inside you a little. But I feel like you went there ex- expecting a nice conversation, and you didn't really get it. So I didn't. I was I was understimulated. I I guess. But, uh, yeah, I don't want to talk too much about politics because we said that we don't want to dwell on that on this podcast. But I felt like I needed to say that I'm officially endorsing Hillary. And it's not because she's currently in the lead on Bernie because I really do. I really like Bernie. I like him a lot. I just right now think I align closer with some of the stuff that Hillary says. There's some stuff I that Bernie says I don't agree with. And now if 
something crazy happens and Bernie makes a great comeback and wins the nomination, by all means, I would definitely support him over any of the Republicans, which there's only three left. And what are their names? Their names are Voldemort, I mean Donald Trump, <laughs> Ted Cruz, who eats boogers, and the other guy who we don't even remember his name. Uh, I think his name's Kasich. He's from Ohio. But yeah. he's so irrelevant. It doesn't even he matter. is pretty irrelevant. Yeah, um, John Kasich, he's... He's pretty bad too. They're all they all suck. I guess you'd say Kasich is the lesser of the three evils, but True. that's like saying the the smartest retard in the sped class. Like which one it is? They're all horrible. <laughs> so I know that saying. I can't remember that's from. Uh what? I can't remember that saying is from. I don't that's remember. A that's a that's a joke. I can't remember it's from. The smartest retard in the sped class. Dodgeball, yeah. I think, isn't it? I think so. Dodgeball. Okay. But, um, <laughs> yeah, any one of those three guys would be awful. Absolutely awful. I actually think Ted Cruz would probably be the worst, even worse than Donald Trump. But Donald Trump looks like he he looks like he's going to win. The presidency? No, no, no. The nomination. Oh, okay. The Republican nomination. We were talking about this earlier, and I told you, and you said... You you said I said this months ago. I said I would not be surprised if Donald Trump was a Republican candidate and he won the presidency. And you're like, no, no way. Well, it's looking like it now. No, it's not looking like it now. It's looking like he will be the Republican nominee. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think he'll win the general at all. I really don't. God, I hope. Not. I hope not either. But does we'll see. he have a shot? Yeah, pretty if good he shot. gets the Republican nomination, then, I mean, he has a shot, but he's way down in the polls to both Hillary and Bernie. Like, yes, I don't put a lot of stock in polls, especially this early, and they can change. I get that. But people, come on. Why would anybody support him? He's just, so, there's so much hate in his heart. He's such a bad person. I think he needs to watch a Disney movie, Scott. He needs to watch some Disney movies. He does need to watch Disney. And realize that Disney's richer than him. Well, Walt Disney's dead. Well, I mean the company. Thank you for ruining the dumb joke I was trying to make. That's okay, Adam. All right, I think we're going to take a quick break right now. Yeah, we'll regroup. Yeah, we need to regroup after that. Uh, we'll be right back after uh, this quick break. Back to free distraction. We are here. We are ready to go. Scott, we're back. How's it going? Pretty good, Adam. You're you just turned into. I had a Red Bull. I had a Red Bull in between breaks. You got wings I, now. I did. Yes, and I'm flying all over the place. Cool, cool. See, so we were talking about uh, a little something, something before we well, were getting going. Well, well, an episode before we were talking about pooping pants. Uh, you, the, you run, you pooped your pants at the park. I pooped my pants at the park, yes. I, I pooped my pants. I told the story about how I pooped my pants at the park, and I, it dawned on me there was another great story about pooping pants. For real now, I didn't poop my pants this time, but I was with someone who did. And the story goes a little bit like this. So we were golfing, 
and there was three or four of us. There was three of us. And I don't want to say their names because it's embarrassing. But uh, pseudonyms, uh, nicknames. We'll we'll say Jason, Randolph, Ron, Randolph, Randolph. Okay. Randolph. I like Jason that and Randolph. Okay, so we were only playing nine holes, and we got to eh, about the sixth hole, and Randolph tells us, "Guys, guys, I got I got to take a shit." Like, really bad. Like, we need to stop. Well, meanwhile, Jason and myself were playing a really good round of golf. We didn't want to stop. We're at six. We've got a couple more holes left. So we're like, Randolph, listen, man. You can make it. You can make it through this. Little did we know that seven, eight, and nine, those holes got a little bit harder, a little bit longer. It took us a little bit longer. Was this golf, golf, or putt-putt? Golf, golf. Oh, okay. We're actually golfing. <laughs> golf. And um, we're walking. We didn't. We didn't have a cart, so we're walking. We had the little bags on yeah. wheels and everything, but we didn't have a cart. So, and Randolph, he keeps farting. He keeps cutting <laughs> these farts. He's like, "Did you guys hear that?" Like really loud, and we're laughing about it. So then we're we're getting to the end of the eighth hole, and you hear. He's like, "Listen to this one," and you hear. He's like, oh, grabs butt. <laughs> He's like, oh my god, oh my god, I just shit my pants, and you can like see like this nasty brown like coming like he was wearing shorts. It was a hot summer day, coming out the bottom of his shorts, and we're like, oh my god, like what the hell? He's like, we gotta go, we gotta go right now. <laughs> and Jason's like, dude, there's one more hole. <laughs> We're, we're here. There's one more hole. So we he, we made this poor motherfucker finish. He didn't golf last hole. He just oh, he's grabbing his ass. But we finished the hole. We played the ninth hole, and he's just so fucking pissed at us. He shit his pants in the middle of the golf course now. How old were you guys? We were in high school. Okay. We were in high school. And um, <laughs> so... So we get to, we finish finally, and there's a bar, like, right at the end of the golf course. So we go in there. This was, I'm old. We didn't have cell phones at the time. So we had to go into this bar to use a payphone to call his mom and call Randolph's mom to bring him more clothes. And Jason had to call his dad, who was our ride, because I think we were freshmen, so we didn't drive yet. Yeah. We, We needed to be picked up. So we go into this bar and there it's like smoky and disgusting. There's like three old men that like turn around and look at us like what are these fun kids? And he's like waddling, like holding his ass, trying to keep the shit in his underpants. So he he calls his mom and you know, he walked away from us. I didn't hear the conversation on the phone. God, that would have been gold. <laughs> but uh tells her the whole story and then Jason calls his dad to have him come pick us up. So we walked outside of this bar to wait for them to come. And it's like a gravel parking lot. And we're standing there, and he's just so embarrassed. And it smells like shit. It smells so bad. <laughs> we're like stood away from him. All of a sudden, Randolph's mother in her car comes in. And let me tell you, she did not even slow the fuck down. She hit this gravel parking lot and like Dukes of Hazard slid. Rolled the passenger window down 
and threw a new pair of underwear out the window, hits Randolph in the face, and drives off without stopping, yelling, You're too old to be shitting yourself! <laughs> You're too old to be shitting yourself! We're dying. We're absolutely dying. So he goes in, cleans himself off, comes back out. And um, Jason's dad comes and picks us up, and he told him the whole story because he got there before Randolph had come out of the bathroom, and he's like, he had a really nice Cadillac, really nice car. He's like, well, I don't want him riding in my car. <laughs> we, he then eventually led him. We had to put like blankets and like plastic bags down on the seat, and I mean, he had the clean underwear on at this point. But why didn't he just go home? He, his mom didn't stop, dude. His mom didn't even stop the car. I was just like, let she, me go home and shower. Was, that was the ultimate part. Like, first of all, looking back on it, I feel responsible for make. Like, he said he had shit on hole six. And, like, there was a clubhouse. Like, there was a place he could have gone to take a crap. But we're like, no, no, no. Come on. Keep going. Keep going. And then after he actually shit his pants and we made him finish. Like we he, we had to have him wait for us to finish. Oh, poor kid! I, that, that's You're that's too his old fault. to be shitting that's yourself. His, that's his fault. Yeah, that's his fault. He should have. I would have been like, "Fuck you guys! I gotta take a dump." You are I'm too done. old to be shitting yourself. Oh, so that I, I remembered that story after we did the podcast and we were talking about pooping pants and. I just felt like I needed to tell that story because it was epic. It was it was a good time, <laughs> a long time ago. You're too old to be shit. You're too old to be shitting yourself. You know who else I bet is shitting their pants? Who? That kid from Virginia who's in jail in North Korea yeah, now. Yeah, him. What's I, his name? Dude, it's uh, shit. Oh, fuck. I put you on the spot here. You did. I remember I'm hearing on the spot. Uh, hold on a second. It. Yeah, he is just... I'd be shitting my pants, too. Let's be honest. I. It's his own fault. It, yeah. I mean... Uh, you could say it's his own fault. So uh, the is story it goes... Korea's, is it North Korea's fault for being an asshole? Well, yeah, we know, but they're not going to change. If you haven't heard the story, apparently this college student... Younger, younger age adult. I'm gonna look it who's up. from Virginia. He is traveling. He's in North Korea on a special visa, and this kid looks sad too. Jesus. And apparently, he stole one of those propaganda posters that, like Kim Jong Un and Kim Jong Il, like all their faces. Yeah. He like wanted one as like a souvenir to take home back to the states with him. And he got caught stealing one of the posters and was convicted and got 15 years hard labor for stealing this. The kid's name is uh, Otto Frederick Warmbier. 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 See, it says Warmbier. I think it's Warmbier. Warmbier? Okay. Warmbier is nasty, though. Eh, not if you're European. I guess not. So this kid, Warmbier, is in some serious shit. And yeah, yeah, North Korea does suck. Like, there's no question about that. Everybody can agree that it's a pretty shitty place. 
What was he doing there in the first place? Uh, he was on some kind of visa or something like that. He was there. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. I don't even think anybody really knows. Because um, it's really hard to get into He was that there country. on a trip organized by the Young Pioneer Tours. It's a travel, a China-based travel company. That's all it says. Um, I, I don't know what that is, Young Pioneer Tours. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up. I have no idea what the hell that is. I, I think there's a lot of mystery behind what it is because North Korea is accusing him of being a spy basically to there to cause... Oh, that was his pants. Oh, uh, no, yeah. Basically to cause, like, uh, what's the word for it? Uh, Espionage? Unrest in the society or whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Um, well, they're pretty crazy, huh? They are. They are absolutely fucking nuts. Uh no, uh, Young Pioneer Tours is a website. So it's visit apparently it's a website promoting visitation of North Korea. Apparently, okay. Why would it? I mean, maybe he watched that movie with James Franco and Seth Rogen, the interview. Yeah, and thought to myself, "Hey, that looks like a pretty fun place." I mean. That was not real. None of that. Young Pioneer Tours is an independent travel company based in Xi'an, Xi'an, China. What X I apostrophe A N? How's that pronounced? Xi'an, China. I'm assuming, which specializes in budget group and independent tours to North Korea. Mm. As an American, why you would want to go there in the first place, I don't know. Uh. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, they're nuts. He begged for, he, like, begged for his freedom. Like, he was, like, teary-eyed and begged for his freedom. Like, he said, like, you said, it was a mistake. I didn't know what I was, I didn't want to do it or anything like that. I had mentioned to you earlier, like, was he drunk when he did it? And you told me, like, alcohol is illegal in North Korea. I I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Pretty sure it is. There's a lot of shit that's illegal in North Korea. Like, having fun, smiling. Yeah. All things illegal there. Was it Dennis Rodman was over there hanging out with Kim Jong-un? I guess they're boys. Why? I guess they shoot hoops together and stuff. You mean like James Franco was doing in the interview? Yeah. Like, that's... that's Some of that was taken out of... Based on I true really, events. I really, really, really hope Dennis Rodman is like a spy in real life. And they... And they were like, listen, go over there, be boys with Kim Jong-un, but report back to us. Can this be a screenplay? It can't absolutely be. Isn't it, wasn't already a screenplay, the interview? The interview? Well, it, it wasn't I kind of like already. That, I guess it kind of is the idea. <laughs> but the whole Dennis Rodman thing, like, like what if My he mom. really is a spy? I don't forget the North Korea stuff, but just Dennis Rodman is actually like an MI6 agent or something. <laughs> like... This whole time, he was putting on a front. He really is British. Yeah. <laughs> the next James Bond. Forget Idris Elba. It's Dennis Rodman. Yeah, it's hired Dennis Rodman. Okay, that crazy motherfucker. Wow. My mother hates Dennis Rodman after he went over there because she she is a hatred. She is a hatred for any group organization or country, I guess you would say, who not, not only belittles their people, but especially their women. Okay, mm-hmm. She's very, very much a female supremacist. I want to say feminist, but she's a female supremacist is what she is. What do you mean? As in she believes women should run the world and men should listen to all women, basically. 
Because hmm. like, I'm a feminist. Yeah, I'm a, well, all right. Definition of feminist basically consists of, do you believe women should have just as many rights as men? I do. You're a feminist then. Yes. Bam. Okay, but most people believe feminists are the kind of people that are like, preach, you know, women's rights and women should have more money than men and women should be better than men and stuff like that when that's not really the case. She's a female supremacist. Is she self-proclaimed this or? No, I call her that. Okay. Do you call her that to her face? Yeah, absolutely. And what she... She doesn't deny it. She didn't deny it. So. Well, I mean, in all honesty, the world would probably be a better place if we let the chicks run the stuff. Think about it. We'd have more Hillary Clintons and less Donald Trumps. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, if women ran the world, who would reset the blinking 12 on the VCRs? <laughs> Think about it. Who would mow the grass? Who would, who would do men work? Men's work. The shit that women don't want to do. My mother resets the blinking 12. She does? She mows the grass. The blinking 12? I, feel I like... stopped mowing the grass years ago. Well... I feel like that blinking 12 is really tough for women to do. <laughs> are, you, guy are, you, like, like, are you just like talking down to women right now like women can't do that? I mean, have you ever tried to do that blinking 12? Not have you ever tried to reset that? Time. I mean, well, here's the thing. I don't, I don't deal in VCRs anymore or anything well, no like that. No one does. So. No one does because the women knew that it was they got rid of them. They got rid of the VCRs because they I knew mean, I think it was just... next to impossible to have that chromosome and, and change it. I, I I think that was more of a technology <laughs> thing. I don't think that was a man-woman thing. I think it was more of a technology thing, Scott. I'm just saying. I don't... Yeah. I struggle with it. I do. But I was able to do it because I'm a guy. I think it was more of a connect to the internet Wi-Fi thing or... You know why is that? Actually, let me think about that. I'm not. I'm not a smart man. I'm not a smart man. I'm will, not a smart man, I, Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> I will openly admit I am not the most. I'm not. I'm not the most knowledgeable man. All right, take that back. I'm not going to say I'm not a smart man. I'm just an ignorant man. Okay. Why is it that most modern alarm clocks, electric alarm clocks, you don't have to set the time for? What, what do is you mean? that? What is that? Like my alarm clock in my house. It's a digital alarm clock. It doesn't connect to the internet. It doesn't do anything like that. But I don't I can't set the time. It automatically sets itself. Is it synced with the atomic clock? I mean, is that a thing? I That's mean, a thing. I know I know the atomic clock is a thing, but it's like I didn't know that they were syncing alarm or clocks now with the atomic clock. I don't know. I don't have an alarm clock. I use my cell phone. I think well, most so do people I. in the world do. I do too, but all right, I sleep like a mountain. I'm a mountain. When a I mountain. Sleep. I'm a mountain when I sleep. A mountain. And I, on my phone, I have about seven or eight alarm clocks that I set. You're that guy. I am that guy. You set like all of them in a row. Yeah, I like do. I eight minute intervals. <laughs> yes, I <do. laughs> That's me. <laughs> and it's really annoying, but I. It, that's how much it takes me to wake up. But I have to have the extra bit so that if I hit snooze on my alarm on my phone all the time, because my phone's right next to me, I got that alarm clock that'll wake me up, so I have to get up and go over. And turn it off so that helps out so i have a physical alarm clock i've always wanted to smash an alarm clock like when it goes off i've never done it like in groundhog day yeah. when he does it like every morning i want the alarm clock to go off at an ungodly hour like 5 35 in the morning and me just just like 
fuck that shit. You up mean like, like my smash. every every morning that I have? That's yes, my every morning. That's but my- yes, but one time in my life, I want to smash the hell out of. I've never, clock. I've never smashed an alarm clock, but I have had uh, an alarm clock go off next to me, and I've taken my hand and just beaten it down until I hit that snooze button many, many times. Well, one time, my cell phone alarm clock went off very early in the morning to wake me up to go to work. This was years ago. And like some people, maybe you do this too, I have a glass of water on my end stand next to my bed. I do not. I do. I get, you know, wake up with a dry mouth in the middle of the night, you take a drink. I I take pills before I go to bed. So do I. I I, I have a bottle of water because if if I had a glass of water... It would knock over, and I'd have a mess to clean up, and I'd be pissed it's off. It's just water. I've knocked them over in my sleep before, but so I have hard wood in my room, though. So I've got, I've got a bottle, I've got a cup of water. My alarm clock goes off. Me out of it, half asleep. I reach over, grab my cell phone, hit snooze, go to set it back down. Bloop, right in my drink, <laughs> right in the bottom of that cup. <laughs> Goodbye, cell phone. It was done for. Like. Water is like the kryptonite to iPhones. You've done that? Yes, I did that. How to many my how many times have you done that? Gotten it wet? Yeah. Twice. Like done that. Like specifically no, no, no. just dropped in a cup yeah. and it went off the one time. Okay. I've gotten it wet twice. And like it's done for. Like you I know there's little tricks and you can watch YouTube videos yeah, about take how to rice say, and... No, that's horse shit. All that's a whole bunch of horse shit. It doesn't work. You get a little bit of water in an iPhone, that shit's done for. Done for. Did you ever see... Have you seen the Little Wayne commercial? Uh, I think it's about the new Galaxy yes. phone where it's like he's just... Pop, he pops champagne. How can I pour champagne on my phone? Yeah, <laughs> he's just sitting there pouring and shit like that. And the other his, his buddy's like, oh, "Let me see that." And he pours shape and he's like, "You can't pour, you can't do that to that phone. Here, have a new one." And he throws him a new phone and he just does it. And they're just pouring champagne all over it. That, that's a funny show. That's a funny commercial. That's a funny, but, that makes me think of that. But I mean, I feel like why can't we get past this with technology? They are. You've seen the commercial. They are. Yeah, little Wayne. Little Wayne took his phone while it was in the middle of a phone call and put it in his aquarium, and the dude was still talking. You don't believe that? I'm not buying it. You're not buying it. Not buying it. Maybe it's just the Apple products that can't do it, Scott. Oh, here we go, Adam. Maybe it's just the Apple products. Samsung seems to work just fine. They're making progress. Progress. They still got to play catch up. Catch up my ass. Mm-hmm. Catch up my ass. There more people. Okay, if you look, I just recently got a new phone. If you look at the reviews for the new Samsung S6 and the Samsung S7 that's coming out, people who have gotten it early and have reviewed it, they will tell you that it is basically like an iPhone. Like it is basically all everything that the iPhone. Exactly, they're trying to emulate the iPhone. No, it's like there's no difference. Is what they're saying. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's fine. It's whatever. It's got. Well, then if there's no difference, but yet it still has the same custom or custom uh, abilities as an Android. You can't customize an iPhone the way you can customize an Android. Well, what are you talking about? I absolutely can. Can you make little? uh, All right, let me show you real quick. Okay, hold on a sec. Can you do this? Can you make little fucking bullshit? I'm in my. Uh, music app. All right, can you do this? Make little uh, file things uh, like that. What? Well, yeah, you can, can put you your app, you can put your apps in one of those. In one of these. Okay, can you, ha- sure. do you have widgets? 
I don't know what the fuck a widget is. Okay, widget is this. Okay, sounds so like some kind you of see this? creature. Okay, do you see this thing? This is my uh, weather channel. Well, people, app. the people on the podcast can't see this. Okay, well, for all the for those of you who don't know, a widget is a thing where you put it on your phone, mostly Androids apparently, and you don't and you have access to it. Like there, for example, Spotify. There's my Spotify widget. I don't have to open Spotify to play the song. I just push play. It doesn't have to open it up. I just tap it oh and my it pushes play. Oh my god. It's That's con- a deal breaker. It's convenience. That's it. Scott, That's it right it's there. convenience is you what it is. widgets. Look at this. I, I, got, I got the weather thing right here. You've widgets here. I don't have... <laughs> see, nobody cares. <laughs> I don't have to open up my weather channel app to see what the weather is right there. 35 and fair. 35 and fair, Scott. 35 degrees? Apparently. That's cold. It is cold. See, I call I call bullshit. I don't I don't think that's right. I think it's warmer out. No, I don't think it is actually. It was it was like forty five when I drove here. Well. So I like my iPhone and You can like it all you want. But here's the thing, and I once again I've read many reviews well, and people and people I've watched many a video and listened to many oh, a podcast. It's on the internet, it must many be true. a podcast where people have said avid iPhone users where people have said that their next phone they might switch to an Android. They might switch to an Android because the iPhone apparently the newest iPhones have sucked. So just saying. Well, I think I'm just saying, just saying wrong. Apple can eat a dick, is all I'm going to say. Okay. Well, let's take a quick break. What do you say? I'm good. I, you're good. Okay. Well, we'll be right back after these fun messages. You cannot reach me on my Samsung. I'm busy fucking the world and giving the universe my damn tongue. Okay, we are back again. So, Adam. Scott. Do you know of anybody who has been douchey as of late? What do you think? Douchey? Uh, I do, actually, Scott. I'm going to nominate uh, the food industry. The for my industry. douche of the day all of them pretty much yeah uh i recently watched a documentary called fed up okay uh, i've heard of it yes it's on netflix right now i highly recommend everybody to uh, anybody to watch it anybody who's interested in as all right as you know i'm a big i'm a big man well i'm, I'm a decent sized man I'm a, I, I like to think i'm a overweight guy uh and for years i've wondered why i can't lose weight i why i have a hard time losing weight I've exercised, I've dieted, I've done all those things, and it's, I have a hard time. This documentary showed me... All right, we all know sugar's bad for you, for example, okay? It's no secret. Sugar's a really, really bad thing for you. I love sugar. Everybody does, okay? It's it's a really bad thing for you. This is the documentary that showed me why everybody loves sugar and why it might be the probably the num- worst ingredient in any food that you could ever eat. Like... The like processed sugar is absolutely horrible for you. It's more addictive than cocaine. I believe it. I'm very addicted to it. Yes. And when you eat sugar, it basically makes your liver produce just tons of fat. And the reason why I am going to give my douche of the day nomination to the food industry is because not only does the food industry know this, but they're more willing to market it towards uh, a lot of their fatty foods and sugary foods towards children. They're more willing to not acknowledge the fact that the product that they make is very dangerous. Let's, let's be honest. 
America, for the most part, is a fairly overweight country. Okay, we are. There's a lot of overweight people in our country. I think we were the fattest. We were. I think Mexico just passed us up. They were, but they're actually, but because they pass us up, they're actually taking steps to push it. And there's plenty of American lobbyists that are trying to take steps to push towards trying to make America more healthier and trying to get rid of a lot of things that make us unhealthy. And the food industry is constantly blocking them. For example, you've seen the commercials like Beyonce or any other music artist or any actor. They'll do like Coca-Cola commercials or Pepsi commercials. And if you know anything about pop in general, it has just tons of sugar. It's basically nothing but sugar. And they want to mark. They want to do things like market it towards like, oh, if a celebrity does a you know Coca-Cola commercial, if they if they <clears throat> sign up to do that then they should have to also do a commercial about healthy eating and things like that it's, it's basically about impressionable young children you know you got you got these characters you know actors celebrities that will do these commercials and young children get impressionable about them they're like oh they can do it and they're fine you know look beyonce she's thin she looks good i could drink coca-cola too and be fine too and it's more of like a uh the food industry markets towards children is what i'm trying it's what i'm trying to say markets towards children and it's not good it's not good at all and i highly like i said i highly recommend that anybody watch this documentary they can explain it way better than i am right now i'm not explaining it at all very well but i'm gonna nominate them for my douche of the day i've heard of the documentary i haven't got a chance to watch it yet but i did watch the trailer for it i thought it looked really good Yes. So, yeah, I'm going to have to check that out. And my thing is I love sugar. I love sweet food. So do I. I love craft beer. You know how much sugar's in this beer? Oh, I know. I just uh, And that's the thing. That's that's well that, that's it everybody America has a problem. They put sugar in everything. What it says in the documentary is they started taking more more and more fat out of their foods because everybody was like the early 80s people were going on like diet kicks and things like that then companies started taking fats out of their foods and basically when you take the fat out of food it makes it taste bad so to replace the fat they put the sugar in which just creates an even bigger problem and basically these food companies are just fighting the government it's that it's that age-old question should the government be involved in our personal lives like what was it uh the new york mayor or whatever wanted to push Bloomberg. Bloomberg wanted to push for getting rid of, you know, big size, uh, uh, supersized meals and uh, sugary beverages in the schools and things like that. And he was the yeah the former mayor because I think there's Bill De Blasio yeah the now new mayor. But before Bloomberg got out of office, like the the Seven Eleven, the big gulps for like the big sugary sodas, yeah, like the sixty four ounce you can get it at convenience store. Yeah. he was going to outlaw them in the city of new york and people went crazy about it people saying you know government should be in government our business shouldn't be in we the can business. drink whatever you want and it's that age-old question yes technically they're right government should be in our business but it's becoming an epidemic where more and more children are becoming obese more and more children are becoming diabetic which was before unheard of for the most part and so it's actually becoming like a borderline epidemic and i heard somebody in the document say it perfectly if another country was doing this to our to our kids if another country outside of america was doing all this stuff and marketing all this stuff to our kids and was basically making our kids as sick as they are now we'd be more than willing to go to war but because it's their own country especially if they had oil 
Exactly. And because, it's, <laughs> but because it's our own country and because it's our own people and because it's our own, you know, food industry companies that are doing it, people don't have a problem with it. So I, it's basically shown me that I'm, I'm, I'm pushing myself right now to try to eliminate as much processed sugar as I can from my diet to the point where I just don't eat any more of it. So I saw, and you see all these commercials like anti-smoking commercials and how bad nicotine and how bad tobacco is. And you know, the company truth, they've been doing it since gosh, since the nineties, they've been making commercials and obese related issues like heart disease and diabetes kills more people than smoking does. Yeah. And you hear all this movement against smoking. And don't get me wrong, smoking is terrible. Smoking yeah. is bad. I don't smoke. I think it's disgusting. But you don't hear anything about the movement for fighting against bad food or obesity. Yeah. You know, you don't hear anything about it. Now, the difference is I had this argument with a friend of mine who she smokes and she's also very healthy. She's a vegan. She doesn't eat meat. She doesn't eat processed sugar. She exercises regularly, but she smokes cigarettes. And her and I got in the argument because I exercise. I'm an active person, but my favorite foods are the worst foods for you. Yeah. And the sugary, nasty stuff you're talking about. Yeah. The stuff this documentary talked about, those are my favorite foods. And we got into a discussion one day because I'm probably eating a cheeseburger and she's eating a salad and... She points that fact out that more people die of poor diet than they do of her smoking because I tell her stop smoking all the time. But then I I came up with the thing. Me sitting here eating this juicy cheeseburger isn't hurting you or anybody around me. But if you sitting here smoking a cigarette, secondhand smoke can harm other people. So I do see the point if you're an adult and you want to fuck up your life and be unhealthy and die at age 50 by eating bad food, then that's your choice. If you want to die, go right ahead. But when you smoke, sometimes you're affecting people outside of you who don't make that decision. Yeah. So I kind of see it from both ways. The, I the way they the way they talk about it in the documentary is it's the biggest problem is the fact that these food industries will market it towards children they'll use characters mm -hmm. like Dora the explorer they use spongebob squarepants and, and they'll throw them on a you know a, a chewy fruit snacks. yeah fruit snack thing Look and then it's cereals. like yeah cereals and everything God. like that like did you know uh what was it like in the 50s something like that when they used to actually advertise for cigarettes fred flintstone and wilma flintstone used to be characters that would advertise for cigarettes i saw fred flintstone and wilma with a freaking cigarette in their mouth lighting it up and stuff like that saying nothing goes better than a winston cigarette or something like that and they were yabba dabba doo yeah and it basically they're doing the same thing now where it's like now the flintstones are marketing fruity pebbles one of the sugary the, the most serious with some of the most sugar that you mm -hmm. can have in it so the document is more pointing towards it's if you're an adult and you want to make that choice fine but don't market it to our kids. Don't don't because they're basically what they're doing is they're trying to get them hooked early, get them hooked on the sugar early, and they'll keep buying the sugary snacks. It's a money game. It's all it is. There's a lot of money in sugar, a lot of money in sugar, and if they stop eating sugar, they're gonna lose money. So, and the bottom line is, and I, and when I say sugar is an addiction, is more addictive than cocaine. I don't mean to try to excuse the fact that I'm overweight. I'm not gonna sit there and be like, well, I'm overweight because I'm addicted to sugar. I can make the choice. 
to stop eating sugar and I'm moving towards that. You can make the choice. We can all make the choice to stop eating sugar. It's fine. I, I still blame my willpower. I'll still over the next course of the next few months, you know, indulge in certain things as I'm trying to make the transition. And that's my thing, but it doesn't change the fact that sugar is a highly addictive. I'm going to say drug. I'll call it that. I don't care. So I'm, nominating the food industry for marketing towards children the same way the cigarette industry tied to so okay that's my douche all right not bad scott yes sir do you have a douche yeah i guess i do so go back a little bit i wanted to bring this up on a previous podcast but we ran out of time um are you familiar with the supreme court uh the highest court of the land not indulge me a little okay, bit. Okay, so that's pretty much the highest court of the land, and members of the Supreme Court are appointed by the president. They have to be confirmed by Congress, but they're appointed by the president. So we had a Supreme Court justice pass away suddenly a while back. Anton Scalias, whatever his name is, he was a big-time conservative butthole the max not a very good person i'd say the the earth is a better place without him walking on it anymore i that's mean harsh. that i mean that that's with harsh the, with no respect at all to him <laughs> but uh so president obama has recently nominated a justice to take his place a man by the name of merrick garland and i'm nominating mitch mcconnell who is the leader, the Senate leader, majority leader of the Republicans in the Senate, and the rest of the Republicans. He, Mitch, McConnell, Mitch McConnell will not even acknowledge a vote. They won't even entertain the idea. Because he's Democrat? Well, he's holding out for a hero. Somehow, some way, that Donald Trump or another Republican will win the election this November. With a Republican in office, then, the Republican gets to pick their place to justice. See, that's what he's hoping for. Yeah, okay. So, President Obama nominated this guy, Merrick Garland, who is a very moderate justice, very center, very middle of the pack. He's not conservative, but he's not liberal either. And they still won't even won't even entertain the idea of voting on him. It's not like Obama nominated some left-wing socialist to take this place, which, honestly, I'd, I'd like him to do that, but he would, they would never get confirmed. He nominated somebody that the Republicans probably would be okay with, but they're still not even attempting to vote. It's their job. It says in the Constitution... That is their job to do this. Right. And they're refusing to do it. They're delaying it. Well, I'll tell you what's going to happen. Hillary Clinton's going to win the election in November. And they're not going to be able to stall for four or even eight years after that. So then Hillary's going to nominate somebody. And she's probably going to nominate a liberal socialist to the maximum. And... I just, I just think Mitch McConnell because it's him because he's the leader of this. He's a douche for not even a, not even entertaining the idea, not even discussing. Right. It. He's just being a stubborn little brat 
like putting his fingers in his ears and stomping his feet, saying, "Na na na na, <laughs> I can't hear you." This is why. This is why I hate politics so much. I really hate. I have an absolute hatred for politics. As as I get older, I know I need to pay more attention to politics, and that's why I do it a little bit, and I need to acknowledge what's going on, but I hate politics so much. I hate it. It's stupid. It's dumb. Get the job done. Like, just fucking do your goddamn job. I gotta do my job. You do your fucking job. All right? I'm sorry. It's stupid. It's one thing if they didn't get confirmed. Okay. Because yes, it says on the cons- in the Constitution, the president nominates a justice, and the Senate has to confirm. I get that. I completely understand that. But the fact that they're not even voting is what pisses me off. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably still be mad if they held the vote and he got declined. But at least they voted. They're not even doing that. They're not even they're not even talking. How childish is that? I I, I think Mitch McConnell a lot of these is Republic- such a douche. There's a lot of these Republicans in the Senate and stuff like that that are just huge babies about everything. I I don't get it. I mean, are they butthurt because Obama won twice and so they're just yes, being they absolutely about are. it? I mean, they're butthurt because they got their butt kicked in the presidential election two cycles in a row and they're going to get beaten a third. This is why I want term limits on things like I just I just want term limits on everything. I I do. I don't. Get these people out of here. I don't want term limits. Get these people out of here. I'm done with them. We don't need term limits. People just need to vote these assholes out. What if they're not going to, you know I mean? People then, then people need to freaking vote. That's enough. I've nominated the voters before. They are douchey. People need to vote. If people don't vote, it drives me nuts. Go vote. If somebody sucks, then vote against them. Mitch McCall sucks. Go vote against him. And if your criteria for voting 100% involves things like gun rights, then maybe you need to expand your mind a little bit. I know people that will vote for somebody 100% based on how they feel about gun rights. And if you love your guns, fine. But, I mean, it's like expand your mind a little bit and think about the country a little. That's how I feel about it. What's good for the country. And, you know, I've said how I feel about guns on here. And there, I have a lot of friends who are big-time NRA members, gun nuts, and that's fine. I respect that. Whatever. I'm not into that, but that's your thing, whatever. Yeah. Do you know that Donald Trump isn't really a friend to guns? No, he's not. He supports gun control. In the past, he's been an advocate for an assault could, weapon ban. Could that be his only redeeming quality? But the fact I see some of these big hardcore lunatic gun people on my Facebook news feed that are all of a sudden supporting Trump, I want to say, wait a minute, your main reason for voting against Obama was because he was pro-gun control, but now you're supporting Trump and he's pro-gun control, and now he's, he's doubling back. He's saying that Oh no, I'm I'm not pro gun control, but he was for decades. I saw a video, and you can look this up on YouTube, where Stephen Colbert did this interview when he he's doing his Late Show, not during uh, his stint on the Colbert Report, where he did like a fake interview with Donald Trump, where he just took video clips and he'd ask Donald Trump questions about certain things. 
And they were the answers that he provided were all things that Trump said about a certain topic, like how do you feel about you know like Iowa and stuff like that. But basically, it was like it was more like not an interview, but like a debate between Re- Representative Trump and Donald, is what he called them. And he was like, "Okay, Donald, how do you feel about Iowa?" And he said one thing. He's like, "Okay, uh, Republican candidate Trump, how do you feel about that?" And he said the opposite. And basically, he was showing you, like, yeah, Trump has basically said one thing about one thing, and then when it uh, fixed his interests, he would say the opposite of what he just said. Donald Trump has flip-flopped on so many issues. It's amazing. And four years ago, when Mitt Romney did that, because Mitt Romney flip-flopped on so many issues, that killed him. It did. That was one of the things that probably lost the election for him. Donald Trump does it. Nobody bats an eye. It's fine for Trump to do it. He gets away with so much. If Obama did half the things that Trump does, they would have run him out of town. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. So, anyway. So, your nomination is... I'm not nominating Trump. I'm nominating Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell. For douche of the day. So, we have Mitch McConnell... And we have the food industry for our nomination for Douche of the Day. Scott, would you like to take the first vote? You're making me go first. I'm going to make you go first. Oh, jeez. This is a hard one. It is pretty tough. Oh, man. It could go either way. I think Mitch McConnell is a douche. Absolutely a douche for doing this. But it's not just him. It's all of these Republicans. It really is. So I'm going to vote for the food industry because I agree with you, Adam. The, the marketing of this stuff toward kids is just is wrong. It's wrong. It is a drug. Sugar is a drug. And they're marketing it toward kids. And it's just it's not right. Yeah. So that's my vote for the food industry. And that's that's all I have to say about that. Uh, I'm gonna vote for the food industry too. Okay. I'm 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 gonna give it my full vote for the food industry. Like you said, it's not just Mitch McConnell. It's not just him. There's multiple people involved in this, and there's multiple people involved in the other one too. But the food industry, yeah, just, they're marketing a drug is what they're basically they're doing. Like I can't wait till I kind of can't wait till sugar in like maybe 50 years, 80 years becomes an illegal something illegal or something you have to be a certain age to partake in because it's 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 an addicting drug it is it's like cigarettes to a certain extent so food industry is my vote this is a hard one it was actually tough this i, I almost one. i almost voted mitch McConnell. i, I almost too. did i did too so that's where it stands food industry you guys are the douches of the day so if you guys you know, you disagree with us. If you think it should be a different douche or you want to send us a comment or anything, really, questions for us, how can they do that, Adam? How can they if reach us? If you guys want to get a hold of us and say anything that you want to us at all, and we'll read it on the air, we don't care, uh, head over to Go- or Gmail or your email or whatever and send us an email at distraction at gmail.com. You can also head over to Facebook, search for your distraction, like our page, share it with your friends. We're also on Twitter at podcast FYD. 
Head over there. Follow us on there. We have a Snapchat, which is also podcast FYD. Brand is usually one that handles that one. Um, we're on iTunes for all you sound or Apple listeners. So if you don't like listen on SoundCloud, head over there, subscribe to us, you know, rate us, comment on us. We love it. We love to hear the feedback. We want it. We want to know. Will you tell us? So another shout out here to the Stone Church Pizza House and Brew Pub in Hermitage, Pennsylvania. If you guys haven't been there yet, go check us out. It is awesome, awesome, awesome. The beer of the show was the El Padre Mexican Lager. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. So that pretty much sums it up. Yes, it does. I'm Adam. You got anything else, Adam? That's no, I'm no, I'm you're good. Adam. I am Adam. You're Adam. We I was gonna, I was I was gonna do the closer. Oh, you're gonna close fine. already? I was gonna close. Yeah. Okay. You have anything else, Scott? You're Adam. <laughs> yes, I am Adam. And I'm Scott. See ya.